Head coach of Northeastern is uh, Greg Cronin. First of all, Greg, last night the uh, two to one loss for your club uh, seemed like a, a tale of maybe two games or even three, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I mean, I thought the um, the first period um, Merrimack played really well, and we we tended we we spent the the period on our heels, and we were fortunate it wasn't more than a one nothing game. So in the second period and third period, I thought we played well. Uh, we generated some 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 opportunities and uh you know we we were unable to score and I think that the one turning point in the game is when we had the five on three and took a penalty a second into it and that killed a, a really good opportunity and the subsequent four on three we didn't do very well either. So um usually our power play when it when it's going and we're scoring we're we're successful. When it doesn't go we seem to struggle offensively and that was the case uh, last night and that was the case uh, up in Vermont last weekend as well. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, uh, you mentioned the five on three, but it didn't last very long. I, s I noticed that you had Alexiak up front on the uh, on the, the uh, on the the draw. Was was he going to play up front there on the power play? Yeah, we we put him up there because he's so big. He's extremely difficult um, for the goalie to see around. And, um, you know, he's uh, he's good at retrieving pucks. I, I actually didn't think it was a penalty. I think he went down there and he pushed the kid, and the kid fell into the boards, you know, kind of awkwardly. And... Um, you know, I think the referee saw it differently. I watched it from the bench, and it's his it's his call. But um, it was a it was a kind of a, a a dumb penalty, and it did cause us an opportunity to get some quality chances. You're a club this year that obviously has some of the veteran guys. Your top line of all seniors that's led the way, but you're also a very young team. You have a lot of young players on the on the team as well. Uh, it seems to be a case of uh, you know when you guys are ahead, you play with more confidence, and, and when you're behind, and then you know that's the challenge that you have is to, is to come from behind. Well, you know it's funny because um, the Vermont game we were down two zip, we came back and tied at two two. Providence in Providence we were down two zip and or three one and came back and tied at three one. I mean three three. And then last night I reminded them after the second, we've been down two nothing, you know, three times in the last four games. Uh, this is the third time. Let's come back and get a you know, get a tie out of this thing. And I actually thought we were going to. We had, uh, we got that goal early in the third. It looked like, okay, well, this might be an opportunity to get, you know, back into this with a, with a, uh, either a power play or some sort of an odd man rush. And the odd man rush came late in the game on a penalty killing. And we were going to pull the goalie and we didn't shoot the damn puck. But that's another issue that we have. And you mentioned it, Mike. We have a young team and, um, young and old. We, we don't, we don't want to shoot the puck very much. And, um, for a team that's one of the, lowest scoring teams in the league that's that's uh you know that's not a good way to generate chances and score goals you have to be happy nonetheless i would think i mean like i mentioned you have so many freshmen in the lineup today but uh from what we saw of them last night it was the first chance we had to see your team you, you got an awful lot of talent on this club well we do and i'm, I'm here <laughs> every week mike but we're not <laughs> winning games you know it's like we say all the time we're Two eight and whatever the hell we are. And well, let me ask you this then. Put it this way: I was just talking, you know, before the game with uh, Dan. But uh, the club you're playing tonight lost 14 games by a goal two years ago, and they were a young team then, and, and now they're winning those one goal games. Yeah. So. The difference is the catalyst they had offensively was DeCoster, and he's back. Uh, I mean, he had two points last night, and you know he's going to have 40 points this year. We, you know, what we do lack, we have some talent. What we do lack, we don't have a guy on offense that's going to make the other team nervous. You know, that, that combination of uh, McNeely, Silver, and McLeod certainly makes people nervous because they're a veteran team. 
but the youth that we have, I was hoping that one or two of those guys would start to become a reliable offensive threat. Um, Brody Reed was early, um, you know, and, and really uh, he has not produced as much as he did early in the year. And then, you know, you, you talk about Quayler and Daniels, two of the, for me, I mean, they, they're not... Not the Costa, but they're premier players in this league in terms of what they can do and what they're capable of and their protect, their pro potential. And they, you know, to Justin's credit, he's only played in two games, so two full games. So he he's going to get better and better. But Quayler, after his surgery and his knee, he was just basically a ghost. He didn't start really becoming a physical factor for us until the Providence series. So those guys have got to give us more jump. Like, they've got to give us secondary scoring. Mike McLaughlin scored early, and he's kind of been in a role situation. He's got to be in a role where he can get, get, get after it a little bit more. And, you know, it, it's it's going to come together. I mean, I, I, we joked around as coaches. I mean, we were, we, were, we were kind of, like, upset last year that we had five freshmen playing. And, um, you know, we had... We had that great run there. We ended up 16 and 16. But we we couldn't win a game the last five. We could have easily had 20 wins if we had a little bit of luck, bounce, whatever. Um, and this year we have uh, seven freshmen playing, so it's a little bit of a different dynamic. We've got to get guys to work together. It's a process. It is painful, you know. Being two and eight is painful. But as you saw last night, which has been typical of most games, whether it's BC or you know Holy Cross, for God's sakes, we we. We don't score enough to win, and we've got to do that tonight to be successful in a tough building. I want to ask you, obviously, about Jamie Alexak, the first night chance we had a chance to see him last night, and uh, boy, I mean, he's obviously a pretty good player. Uh, first of all, how did you get him, and, and uh, I guess one of the questions you must be getting asked is how, how long do you think he'll be here? Well, every every month that goes by, I get more nervous about that second question. I don't know how long he's going to be here. Um, I am hopeful he stays for another year and we get him for a sophomore year. And People forget we had a tremendous player last year, Jake Newton, who left, and he was a freshman. And you know, you, it's one of those things as a coach, you stay awake at night thinking, what if you had him here? You know, and how good would the DB? And we have Maley and Minch out who are t on the NCAA team, and now you start throwing some some bodies in there, and you're like, wow, they would have a hell of a D, and it helps you scoring as well because you come out of the ice cleaner. Right. But um, we we got him because uh, he was. Um, he was really, you know, intrigued by the play development model that we kind of have a good reputation for, and uh, his parents were, were real strong advocates of a good education, which Northeastern has, and also a um, an opportunity to play right away. Um, and this sounds like an ego comment, but I got to say it anyways. But for a coach that spent time in the NHL, and I was lucky, I worked with Chara in New York, and the father was intrigued by that, and and they felt comfortable that he would go here and get trained to be a pro player and he's he's a coachable kid he's gotten better and better he's sneaky good with his hands as you know he's got a lot of things to to learn but he's every every week he's getting more and more attention and there'll be 20 pro scouts here tonight and there'll be 40 over at BU on Wednesday watching him so he'll get drafted early and I just keep my fingers and toes crossed that he comes back for at least a year I, I, the question always comes up, uh, you know, the guys and all the, the the bigger, you know, the Minnesotas and Michigans, they deal with this for a long time. Uh, you know, you know, the guys are going to come in and maybe only be there for a year or two. Uh, obviously, it's still better to have that guy for a year or two, even if you can't have him for any longer than that. You know, it's it's a great question, and I I I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. You know, I mean, you two years ago we had a team that 25 wins, and that group of freshmen and sophomores stayed together for you know three and four years and you can't tell me that doesn't build identity 
you know, a certain level of camaraderie and consistency. And, you know, that, that's, I mean, it's a simple thing, whether it's a guy's drafted or not. Jake Newton's not here. Okay, he's a hell of a player. He's in pro hockey. Tuckerman's not here, not because he's a pro, but because he, he blew out his shoulder. Brolock's not here because of his hip. Maley's not here because of an injury. And Minch isn't here because of an injury. Right. No, so let's just use that as an example. If those five guys were here, instead of going to call pro, would we be a better team? Of course we would. Right, right. Uh, and it's a great question. I told you that Albie and Sebastian talk about, well, these kids are going to get this kids. We've got another kid that's going to get drafted. Um, I can't mention his name, but he's going to get drafted in the first round. He's going to come out two years from now. Yeah, it's great for the program. It looks good for Northeastern. But it's not really good for coaching because you have to flip these kids over. And if they leave late, like Jake Newton did, there's no... I can't replace an ace in the deck of cards with an ace of deck of cards in, in March, April. Right. It's not happening. you got, you got to get a jack and, or a walk-on to save your money. Right. So I, I, don't, I don't like it. And it's going to happen with Jamie. And again, this is that thing here. It's a great question. I, I hope to God we keep, we keep him for at least one more year. At least I can pre- prepare for one more year. Let's talk about tonight's game. Uh, like as we mentioned, uh, you guys had the hard-fought two-to-one loss last night. Uh, anything change tonight? No, I think you know we got to play a better first period. Um, I know Merrimack's going to play a better game. They play really well in this building. You know, I, I think Mark said to me after the game we were lucky to get the win out of here, and I think he's going to remind his team that they, they got a they got a great home record, which has all been documented over the last year and a half now, and. The good news is we've actually played well here. Last time we played them was in February, and we won four or five to one. And it was a, you know, they slot. They they there was a ton of shots. I remember that in the third period they took. You were one of only two or three teams to win here last year. Yeah, and we in the game the game that we lost, I think it was three to one. We outshot them like twenty eight to seventeen, and we just they had a couple breakaways. I think that period, so that game. But I mean, I, I like playing here. I, I like the rink. Rink. A lot of people complain about. It. I like it. it ha- things happen quickly and. It's a it, it's a fun rink to play in. So we've got to try and apply the same, you know, effort we applied uh, the second and third periods over a 60 minute uh, game here, and and, um, and and just chip away. I mean, they're tough to play against. They're not going to give you odd man rushes, and they pull that guy out of the zone. They got to keep you on your toes. And I mean, the, the, and you know, the point is, Mark's done this for years. He hasn't changed anything. I go back and watch the systems from two years ago, and it's the same. He's got all those kids. The Sheens now are a couple years older. The Bottoms and. You know, and they've gotten better, and they play well together. So we'll have our hands full. Yeah, talking about pulling the guy out of the zone. The final question: uh, Doesn't look like your strategy has changed from last year, right? No, we we do the same thing, and we we stay in the zone. And if uh, the puck is up for grabs, and we bolt out of the zone and try and stand up between that guy and the and the net. Well, I've been one of the more successful teams against it, so we must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. All right, thanks, Greg. Uh, good luck tonight and the rest of the way. Thank you.